Hello, I'm Eric Nance with your R Weekly Highlights and More from issue 2020-40, released on October 5th, 2020. This week's issue was curated by Jonathan Carroll, with help from the R Weekly team members and contributors. It is hard to overstate the enormous impact of Markdown to writing documentation and just about anything else on the web. Of course, each issue of R Weekly itself is drafted with Markdown syntax. The R community has also embraced Markdown in large part due to the R Markdown package. Authoring Markdown documents within the RStudio IDE has been supported for years, with the typical workflow being that the user adds their text and compiles a document to see the formatted result. In the preview release of the upcoming RStudio version 1.4, a much requested new Visual Markdown Editor is included that transforms the experience to a what you see is what you mean editor. Now, if you begin creating headers, tables, lists, or other markdown elements, they will be rendered in real time on the same document you are editing, bringing a familiar experience from authoring documents in programs like LibreOffice or Microsoft Office. In keeping up with the times, the new editor also supports a convenient lookup widget for inserting your favorite emojis, along with an editor toolbar with common markdown workflows to create lists or tables, for example. While the simplified syntax is one of the key features that brought markdown to the position it holds today, giving authors an easier onboarding experience could go a long way to illustrating the capabilities markdown brings to a whole new audience. Staying with the markdown theme, our next highlight is another great resource that blends modern tooling for creating and sharing innovative content. In the summer of 2017, Garrett Grohman announced the initial CRAN release of the Learn R package, which transforms an R Markdown document into a fully interactive tutorial with simple mechanisms to enter exercises, multiple choice questions, videos, and other interactive components. One of the many scenarios Learn R excels in is teaching data science and R concepts in a class or workshop setting. But how can instructors who want to share their materials to each student without making their students jump through a myriad of technical hurdles? Desiree de Leon, former RStudio intern, makes the case that creating an R package for Learn R tutorials is one of the smoothest ways to share your tutorials. The thought of creating an R package might be a little nerve-wracking to some, but Desiree's detailed walkthrough from start to finish incorporates many functions from the indispensable Use This Package by Jenny Bryan to handle many of the package authoring tasks and connections to version control. Her post concludes with the ideas for extending the tutorials with custom data sets, example of tutorial packages available now, and possible ways to host and deliver your tutorials. If you are curious what is the engine driving LearnR's interactivity, that would be the Shiny package, which has played an important role in a few of the R Weekly highlights recently. If you would like to see some of the powerful showcases of LearnR in the words of the maintainer of LearnR, RStudio software engineer Barrett Schlerke, 
you can check out episode 14 of the Shiny Developer Series linked in the supplements section of this episode's show notes. The ggplot2 package for producing visualizations in the grammar of graphics paradigm has a lot going on under the hood, so to speak. A few of the highlights from previous episodes have illustrated the vast potential for eye-catching visuals and the extensibility available for developers. One can go a very long way in creating plots with the versatile geome family of functions that map variables onto different aesthetics. Typically, the data supplied to ggplot2 contains the metrics desired for the plot. But what happens when custom metrics are required for a particular geome? June Cho, a first-year PhD student at the University of Pennsylvania, asserts the technical and practical advantages of the STAT functions to handle data pre-processing while adhering to tidy principles. While great effort has been made in the tidyverse to lower the barriers for calculating a variety of statistical summaries, June shows how unwieldy the pre-processing steps might be for creating the input data for a bar plot with error bars, where a simple set of calls to the stat summary function alleviates the need to perform that processing yourself. Even if the default stat functions in ggplot2 don't quite accomplish what you need, like other aspects of ggplot2, customization is readily available. June's post is full of clear explanations alongside concise code examples, and also is a great demonstration of the distill format in, wait for it, our markdown for authoring technical blogs. Those are your R Weekly highlights for today. Issue 40 is stocked with great content to get your October of R adventures started right, including a new package release in the Tidy Models universe, advice for documenting an RCPP-based package, and much more. Head to rweekly.org for every link in this and previous issues. And don't forget to add this podcast to your favorite podcast client so you can have each new episode delivered straight for you. And starting with this episode, I will be including a set of additional links outside of this particular issue to help you give more context to each of the highlights. Have a great week, and we will be back with another batch of our weekly highlights next week.